This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. What's up everyone? My name is Russell and what time is it? It is Hero Time in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, the new trailer for She-Hulk Attorney at Law has been released. The sequel to This Is Spinal Tap is in the works. Ewan McGregor's preparations for the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, and Loki Season 2 will begin production this winter. But first up in our top story, and breaking news from IGN, today Marvel finally gave us a lengthy look at its upcoming series now titled She-Hulk Attorney at Law, showing off Tatiana Maslany's portrayal of Jennifer Walters in earnest and dropping a release date of August 17. Aside from some seemingly accidental teases early this year, this is the first full look we've gotten of Maslany in the role as well as a more full look at the character of Walters and the comedic juxtaposition of her role as She-Hulk with her goals to be a serious lawyer. We also get a look at Mark Ruffalo returning as Bruce Banner handing off the Hulk role to a reluctant but powerful Walters as she comes to terms with her powers and their intersection with her personal life and career. In the comics, Jennifer Walters is a lawyer who is a cousin of Bruce Banner. After an accident, Banner gave Walters a blood transfusion only to discover that it also gave her similar Hulk abilities. The difference is that Walters is that it is a milder form of his Hulk abilities, allowing her to control her emotions and intelligence. Something Banner can now do in the MCU following the events of Avengers Infinity War. Alongside Ruffalo, Tim Roth returns as the Abomination looking like he might need some legal advice from Walters. She-Hulk Attorney at Law, as mentioned before, will be released on Disney Plus on the 17th of August. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that Castle Rock Entertainment has announced a sequel to This Is Spinal Tap, the critically acclaimed and much-adored 1984 mockumentary comedy that's regularly regarded as one of the greatest comedy films ever made and was awarded the extremely prestigious 11 out of 10 on IGN. Who directed A Few Good Men and The Princess Bride will return to steer the sequel and play documentarian Marty DeBergi as he once again checks in with England's loudest and most punctual metal band. Harry Shearer, Christopher Guest, and Michael McKean will also make their respective returns to the tight trousers of band members Derek Smalls, Nigel Tufnell, and David St. Hubbins, named after the patron saint of quality footwear. When it was announced that Spinal Tap would reunite for one final concert, Marty DeBergi saw this as a chance to make things right with the band, who viewed This Is Spinal Tap 
as a hatchet job, said Reiner, alongside the announcement, providing the first context for the premise of the follow-up. So he left his position as visiting adjunct teacher's assistant at the Edward School of Cinematic Arts in pursuit of film history. The sequel is set to arrive in early 2024 to coincide with the 40th anniversary of the original, and special guest performers will be announced at a later date. There is no confirmation of who Spinal Tap's current drummer is, but keep in mind, dozens of people spontaneously combust each year. It's just not really widely reported. Up next, IGN reports that Ewan McGregor has spoken of his preparations for the upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi show for Disney+, explaining how he had to get into character and rediscover his voice. Speaking to on-demand entertainment, McGregor discussed his journey with the Obi-Wan Kenobi character and what it was like to bring him back to the screen after all these years. He admitted he was slightly out of practice when he approached the role again and that he initially struggled to find his character's voice because it, quote, had been so long. When we came to do the actual scenes, I totally didn't have his voice, McGregor admitted, reflecting back on an early screen test for the series. I was just doing this vague English voice. It sounded like a sort of school teacher or something, but it certainly didn't sound like Alec Guinness, and it didn't sound like Obi-Wan. It just had been so long, I didn't have it. He said he had to do his, quote, homework in the months leading up to production and that he listened to a lot of Alec Guinness to help him embody the character. His time and commitment eventually paid off as he felt confident that he was back by the time the camera started rolling and he was reciting his lines from the revised script on set. The original scripts were scrapped because they were, quote, too bleak by Kathleen Kennedy, but it sounds like the rewrites put the series back on track. The trailers certainly haven't pulled any punches with the most recent preview offering up clips of Darth Vader, the Inquisitors hunting for Obi-Wan, a handheld droid, and one of the few occasions we see Obi-Wan using a blaster. Obi-Wan Kenobi picks up 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, and with Ewan McGregor returning to his Star Wars role alongside Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader for the first time in 17 years. McGregor said the series is arriving amid a wave of positivity for the prequels, though he admits he got more out of his Disney Plus return than the first three movies put together. The Obi-Wan Kenobi series will premiere next week on Disney Plus on the 27th of May with two episodes. Alongside McGregor and Christensen, the series stars Joel Edgerton, Bonnie Pierce, Moses Ingram, Indira Varma, Rupert Friend, and Soon Kang of Fast and Furious. Deborah Chow is directing the series, and Joby Harrell is the showrunner 
with John Williams and Natalie Holt composing the score. The final report of the day, reports coming from, you guessed it, IGN, states that Loki star Tom Hiddleston has confirmed that production will be starting this winter on Season 2 of the MCU Disney Plus series. Hiddleston told Entertainment Tonight that cameras will start rolling on Loki Season 2 very soon and that he is excited at the prospect of getting the band back together, seemingly making reference to his returning co-stars Owen Wilson and Gugu Bathur-Raw, who will be reprising their roles as Mobius M. Mobius and Ravonna Renslayer, respectively. We're starting very soon, almost as soon as I leave this room. Not quite, but it's around the corner, the actor revealed. We'll certainly be going in the winter. In the same interview, Loki creator Michael Waldron, who penned Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, noted that the upcoming season will take strides in peeling back the layers of Hiddleston's God of Mischief to reveal some new and different aspects of his character, while also dealing with the fallout from the events of the first season. It's just a continued evolution of the character. That's what was always important to Tom, and that's what was important to me, Waldron explained. If we're going to continue the first season story in a second season, we have to cover new emotional ground. And the great news is that that character keeps revealing new layers of texture and complexity. Beyond picking up the pieces left behind by the first season and further developing the characters, Loki Season 2 will take stock of the multiverse of madness and how those events might impact the Time Variance Authority, with Waldron teasing that after everything that happened in this movie, there's probably some branches going all over the place. I imagine Mobius is out there watching this on a monitor, having to light up a cigarette and saying, oh my gosh, I guess we'll have to wait and find out what that means for those guys, he said, pondering the potential repercussions before touching on his personal joy in getting to work with Tom and continuing to bring Loki to life. Loki's first season director and executive producer, Kate Heron previously confirmed that she will not be back to helm the next installment. Since then, Marvel has reportedly tapped Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead to co-direct a majority of the episodes based on their past work, including their recent involvement with Moon Knight. While there is no release date for Loki Season 2 yet, it may be that there's a lot of other Marvel shows to come first. Disney Plus already has Miss Marvel, Secret Invasion, and more on its slate. And that's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Hero Time. Join me again next week while I keep you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your absolute hearing pleasure and don't forget you can follow me on twitter at phoenix hero time 
for all the pop culture news I post. And if you want to catch up on this week's episode of Hero Time, listen to it again on Phoenix Radio Podcast. Thanks again for listening. My name is Russell, and for all the programs you love, keep it right here to Phoenix Radio Online on phoenixradio.com.au and on the TuneIn Radio app. Catch you then. Bye-bye.